0: Hey, it's Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. Today, we're covering Drake's Marijuana Arrest, seven states who are voting for legalization this fall, New York pouring millions of dollars into cannabis job training, more states are protecting employee usage rights, and a cannabis musical. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, You need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. This past week, TMZ reported a rumor that Grammy-winning rapper Drake was arrested in Sweden over marijuana charges. But Drake's team denied those rumors and told The Hollywood Reporter that it wasn't true. Now, a few days later, the tides turned, and it appears that Drake himself may have confirmed that he was indeed arrested in Sweden. On Sunday, Drake posted several photos to Instagram of some of his recent activities, such as travel, canoeing, as well as clubbing. He also included a photograph of what appears to be a Swedish certificate of detainment under suspicion of a crime, and details to his rights. The document was issued by the Swedish police authority. While the Certificate of Detainment does appear to be an arrest record, it doesn't mention the reason or say anything about marijuana. And at this time, no more information's been provided. There are currently four states where cannabis advocates have submitted signatures that they hope will be enough to qualify for adding cannabis legislation to their November ballot for voters. Because signatures must be verified, and often many don't qualify, petitioners attempt to collect far more than is needed in the hopes that the final qualified number of signatures will be enough to get their initiatives on the ballot. The group Oklahomans for Sensible Marijuana Laws announced that they had turned in over 164,000 signatures, which is far more than the nearly 95,000 required. They're hoping to put a proposal on the ballot for adult-use recreational cannabis, allowing home cultivation and a regulated retail market. Their measure would also expunge prior convictions. On Friday, the group Responsible Growth Arkansas submitted just over 190,000 signatures to their Secretary of State's office for another recreational adult use proposed measure. They were only required to submit 89,000 valid signatures, so with more than 100,000 extra, they hope to have met that goal. In addition to adult use, their measure also wants to expand the state's existing medical cannabis access program by increasing the total number of licensed dispensaries and eliminating certain taxes. Also on Friday, the group Nebraskans for Medical Marijuana turned in over 90,000 signatures for each pair of medical cannabis legalization measures that they wanted. They only had 3,000 extra signatures, though, so they'll be stressfully waiting the final number of validated signatures to see if they'll get their measures on November's ballot. But at this point, it's not looking too likely for them. And just yesterday, in North Dakota... The group New Approach ND announced that they had turned in over 25,000 signatures to their Secretary of State's office, which is roughly 10,000 signatures above the number of signatures needed to qualify for their ballot. They're hoping to see adult use recreational cannabis legalized as well. So, in addition to these four states who are waiting for confirmation to see if their measures will make it to vote this November, there are already some other states who've succeeded in the same process. Both South Dakota and Maryland have already had confirmation for their legalization measures that will be on this November's ballots in their respective states. And there's one more state with the potential for November voting, Missouri, which is still up in the air. The group Legal Missouri 2022 turned in more than double the required signatures. However, the tabulations so far are showing an inadequate number of signatures in four of the six congressional districts that were needed and that could keep the measure off their state's November ballot. Some states are just more excited about the opportunities of cannabis than others. New York has legalized medicinal and recreational cannabis. They've approved state health care to cover medical marijuana cost. They've prohibited the discrimination of employees or prospective employees who use cannabis outside of work hours. And this week in a press release, Governor Kathy Hochul announced that the state's awarded $5 million in funding to community colleges to support the development and improvement of courses and programs that are specifically meant to help people secure jobs in the cannabis industry. Governor Hochul said, New York's new cannabis industry is creating exciting opportunities, and we will ensure that New Yorkers who want careers in this growing sector have the quality training they need to be successful. She also spoke about the state's efforts to ensure social equity. She said, diversity and inclusion are what makes New York's workforce a competitive, powerful asset, and we will continue to take concrete steps to help ensure everyone has the opportunity to participate in the cannabis industry. Four community colleges will receive the funds and serve as leaders of the cannabis education program. They'll then partner with about a dozen other community colleges across the state implementing those programs. They plan to have classes that are both degree-eligible and non-degree-eligible. There will also be credentialed programs that are designed to create qualified candidates for positions within the local cannabis businesses. New York's Office of Cannabis Management's Executive Director, Chris Alexander, said, Legal cannabis in New York means cannabis opportunities for New Yorkers. It's wonderful to see community colleges across the state systems help their students develop the skills necessary to be players in this burgeoning industry. This is an excellent step towards helping New York's cannabis industry grow. The Office of Cannabis Management and the State Department of Labor will be connecting the community college training programs to businesses and job seekers. And after students complete the programs, the Department of Labor will further work with them to complete resumes, work on job interview preparation, and assist with job opportunities. The Department of Labor's Commissioner, Roberta Reardon, said, This is a win for cannabis employers, and a win for workers looking to move into in-demand careers with untapped potential in New York State. Last week, Colorado's Governor Jared Polis issued an executive order to protect some employees' off-duty cannabis use. State agencies that regulate professional licenses must now protect an individual's right to use cannabis without punishment or prejudice. And across the country in Washington, D.C., the D.C. Council has just approved a similar measure called the Cannabis Employment Protections Amendment Act of 2022. But unlike the Colorado measure, this one is not yet signed into law. It's currently pending review and awaiting approval by Mayor Muriel Bowser, who is expected to make a decision by the end of the day today. If signed, that act will go into effect after a 60-day congressional review period. If you're in the greater metropolitan New York area this next month, you may want to check out the new musical production called Cannabis, a Viper Vaudeville. The production's inspired by Martin A. Lee's book Smoke Signals, A Social History of Marijuana and the theatrical presentation looks at the history of cannabis utilizing music, dance, and spoken word. One of the show's co-directors and stars, Baba Israel said, Premiering this show on the heels of legalization in New York State is serendipitous. Our nation has a long history of using the criminalization of this drug against communities of color, playing into America's worst tendencies around race and civil disobedience. Cannabis of Viper Vaudeville examines this history, by which a formerly sacred and medicinal herb was transformed into a corruptive agent of the jazz age, of beatniks and hippies, and of activists and rebels. This piece was commissioned and developed by the Here Art Center and is co presented with La Mama Experimental Theater Club. It runs July 20th through 31st at La Mama's Ellen Stewart Theater off Broadway. So check it out if you're in the area and learn a little history. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates. And follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.